Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. This is the show where we give our non-expert expert opinion on what type of deodorant to use to what type of comb to comb your hair with in the morning. This week, we have a fantastic episode. Luckily, there is nonstop bubble action. I am I am going crazy for bubble. I need more <laughs> of the NBA bubble. Haven't watched a single minute of game, but I follow the Instagram of just everyone bitching about the bubble or doing crazy shit. We got big news about the XFL probably coming back. Uh, Cubs get off to a hot start for timeout. Ellen DeGeneres is going down and she's going down <laughs> quick. Maybe question mark. Um, Florida man moves to Alabama and a man's girlfriend, uh, a man's bad spelling. His girlfriend tricks him into being a good speller and it ends up winning big. And then this week, since we're about to go on a road trip to the golf trip, I decided that the rank idea is to also help me out and just give me ideas what to do in the car on the way there. So we're going to do the best uh, road trip activities. Uh, so without any further ado, let's get right to it. Look, take it from the, uh, the tippy top there. Presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, quick note, Eric Beer, happy birthday. It is his birthday today while we're recording, Monday the 3rd. Third. Happy the birthday, third. Beer. Happy birthday, Eric. Ha- happy birthday. He is... And he's not here. <laughs> he is... Well, it's for he's a good reason. Yeah. He, yeah. Is, yeah. he is out to dinner. His girlfriend surprised him with a dinner. Sounds fantastic. So we will give him a... A very happy birthday. We'll sing to him maybe when he if he gets on later or next week. But um we'll so sing, that's why we'll sing to him on the golf trip. Yeah, that's why he's not here right now. Um but with me is Johnny and Nick. So Johnny and Nick, how are we doing? How was your week? Good, good. Uh yeah, just got done with the move finally out West Loop. Um very exhausting, but very happy it's it's over and done. So where you're yeah where exactly are you, are you off of one of the main drags over there without uh, giving away your exact right address up <laughs> about two you know, like three blocks west of fulton market nice i was gonna say maybe don't say your exact yeah, address don't say the exact thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna you, you get you get mobbed by fans you know yeah. uh but yeah i mean there's a ton of restaurants out here but most importantly it's, there's not as many families like lane park so just uh Excited to hang out with the youngsters of my age. <laughs> yeah, all young people, no strollers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excited Dude, West Loop, West Loop has been booming. It's not necessarily for me right at the moment, but I do enjoy going out there. Um, Nick, I was talking to him because he mentioned that he walked by Kaiser Tiger the other day. Oh, yeah. And I just thought of like every pre-pitchfork pre-game I've ever yes. gone to. Yes, yes. You know, and it's like literally the last time I was there, I was with you. Oh yeah, right, right, right before, before we were right across the street. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, I know that place real well." Pitchfork. Um, he's real close to the UC, so that's pretty cool. Um, the Hawks are the Hawks, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. so maybe maybe you get some cheap tickets. Um, 
But Nick, how was your weekend? I know you had a little um, his shoulder. Our man is breaking yeah. down right before <laughs> my very eyes, and I'm sad. I'm sad about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I'm old, is what it is. Uh, now, recurring injury of my shoulder uh, from college that I got um, sober, surprisingly, and not drunk uh, when I was running home from the library one night when it was raining, studying for finals. And uh, yeah, so my shoulder dislocates when I'm doing activities that involve it um, fairly infrequently, but it happened two weeks ago and it's still hurting. So going to do some physical therapy and hopefully not be an old man anymore. So I'm, I'm really tired of being injured. But if there's a year to like get it all out, it might as well be 2020 because literally, I mean, yeah, just have everything bad or everything, you know, health wise get figured out this year and then be fine after that. So, uh, so I think the lesson is avoid running and avoid libraries. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> avoid, yeah. Sure. It was really the library's fault uh, and yeah. the rain's fault. Uh, We're going to put you in a bubble like Bubble Boy the movie. We're going to. Yeah, I'm gonna wheel you around in one of those hamster things. I'm fragile, man. I'm like, you know, <laughs> you don't want you getting hurt. I, I'm that. Uh, I'm I'm that old uh, old professional that thinks he can still uh, keep up with the young kids, but really can't. So, uh, yeah. So my weekend was fine. I went down to the lake house with my family, and the weather was supposed to be nice, and then it rained all day, like Friday night, all day Saturday into Sunday morning, and then it finally got nice right as we were like leaving on Sunday, so that was annoying, but it was good to do some family time. Ah, that, that sounds good. I mean, you've been, you've, been, you've been utilizing the hell out of that lake house. I respect it. Yeah, it's like I can't travel anywhere else, and that's only like a two, two and a half hour drive away, and it's pretty nice, so like I've been down there more this year than I have like any year of my adult life since probably like high school um, or maybe even before that. So yeah, it's been a good year for that small town between here and Indianapolis, like off of I 65. It's a town where my mom grew up um, called Monticello. So pretty small, but perfect for summertime. Nice. Sounds like a good solid week. Um, Mine, get ready for it. It's going to be a surprise. Um, It's all golf related. So (laughs) I, um, I work in a profession that I, it's a mandatory two week absence. Um, which is the greatest is, thing ever. I mean, like how does, like how many, how many other professions actually have something like that where it's like you're required to take two weeks off straight? I do not know. Yeah. <laughs> I do just, not know. Just amazing. Um, so I am on that. I started last Tuesday. Um, the first thing I did was I prepared. So on Sunday, I just shout out every, I, I was like a drunk college kid shooting up like they're shooting out like the you up text at bar clothes. <laughs> I was just saying, I was texting everyone, like trying to get them to take off work and to play golf. And so finally, For example, I, me on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I texted, I texted Johnny. Um, and then, so finally someone answered the bad signal, Tom, <laughs> listener of the show where we'll see him next week we'll get him on the podcast he loves talking this shit we're thinking about doing a special episode at the at the golf trip um we'll see if it actually happens but as of right now it's a good plan um he answered the call so we played 36 holes at harborside um and he approached me with an idea he like wants to kind of do like a poker thing for the website that we're putting on low budget and i was like okay I'll, i'll play around with it and so we like videotaped it and we we're like editing it. It's pretty fun. 
Um, the first 18, uh, it was, it was unique. The conditions were hard. It was really windy. I don't know if any of you guys have played Harborside, but it's super windy. It's a very links course. There's no trees. So it's like it, the wind really howls. Um, Where's it at? It's, it's pretty, where the hell is it? Is it like along the lake somewhere or is it? So no, it's, it's pretty, f- uh, well, no, I think the lake kind of jets into it, but it's pretty far out there. It's like 35 minutes for me actually, oh, okay. but they have two 18s and they're really nice. It's a really, really nice course. Um, the front 18, we, we played, um, we both had some good shots and bad shots. Nothing crazy. I shot 85. He shot 92. I'm sure he doesn't want me saying his score, but I, <laughs> I will say it. And then on the back nine, we started the recording. And we're like, all right, we're going to do a recording. We're going to try this like vlog that you want to do. So we played match play. I ended up winning the first five holes. So that's Dormy can't win. So that was pretty, that was pretty sad. Um, but then he got me back by tricking me into hitting balls on the range in between 18s. Oof. which is the dumbest idea I've ever done. And <laughs> if anyone says that on Friday, Johnny, I'm going to like shoot them in the face. It was like, I was, I was so tired. It was really hot, but it was like windy. So it's like, you weren't sweating, but you still felt like the sun fatigue, if you know what I mean. And so I'm like, I'm hitting these balls and I just like, my arms are jello. My legs are getting tired. We go and play the other 18. It was fine. I think we both shot 83. We had some good shots, some bad shots. Um, I played then Saturday. I played at a death march. It was a six hour round. Six hours? I hate that. It was a six hour round, but shout out to, I won't say their last names, but Adam and PJ. Uh, we got paired up with two random people, which I normally like really hate. You never know who you're going to get, but these two guys were some of the coolest guys I've ever got to meet. And it was really funny. So I know you guys, I told you that I got the podcast logo and all my golf balls. And it was, uh, it was like on one of the holes, I was teeing it up. And the guy's like, is that a beer mug on your golf ball? I'm like, glad you asked. I'm like, it's Perfect. my podcast logo. And then he's Marketing. like, wait, wait, you have a podcast? I got them both to subscribe right there. So if you guys are listening, good evening to you. Um, that's great marketing right there it paid off sounds like we need to get some more golf balls yeah you should have made some more to hand out at the for the the golf weekend if you can see i still have four unopened dozen of beer league balls oh there you go so we we got balls um it's not a bad idea nick maybe we should bring one of those and uh really mark yeah toss a few out there you know yeah um so that that was pretty cool um, they subscribed in the spot. I shot 43.36 for a 78. I shot even. I almost got my career. I've never shot under par. I've shot even a couple of times. Um, I was minus one going into 18. And uh, it just... Um, eh, mistakes were made. Let's you, just say you that. You blew it is what you mean. Yeah, mistakes were made. Um, very strategic getting you to uh, go on the driving range. Very, very good. Yeah. That's a strategy, baby. Yeah. Um, so I blew it on the last hole. I made a bogey. I shot even. I, I'm not going to complain. Um, it, it, the only thing that was sad is I played it safe off the tee. I took an iron instead of a driver. And then of course I ended up in jail anyway. So I was like, ah, <laughs> yep. stupid. Um, Don't and then Sunday, Sunday, I was just chilling at home. Jimmy texted me. He's like, I got a tee time in an hour. Our fourth dropped out. Do you want to play? Before I even texted him back, I went to my room and got dressed. 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, pick me up. I'm ready. You can come <laughs> right now. So I played yesterday. I had 44 putts for anyone that knows about that. I shot an 85 with 44 putts. So that is absolutely terrible. Um, it was, uh, <laughs> it was a unique day on the greens. We could say I got my money's worth though. Um, so that was it. It's been a lot of golf. Um, I watched the show kingdom. It's like an MMA show. Um, I haven't it seen was, it. it. It was pretty good. I'd recommend it. It was good. Oh, I started. I finally started watching um, the Last Dance. Watched the first two episodes yesterday. Holy was shit! It amazing? It's so good. <laughs> it's awesome. Right? It, I'm rewatching it. I'm on episode eight right yeah, now. Yeah, I got my roommate to rewatch it with me because he's already seen it. He's like, "It's so good. I want to watch it again." And I know you guys have been saying it. I know everybody else has been saying like, "It's so cool. It's so awesome. You got to watch it." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure." And after two episodes, I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. Just so much stuff about Jordan and Pippin that I just didn't know about, like, in their young careers from those first two episodes. So, like, I'm pumped to keep it going. It's so cool. You just wait because the third episode is the Rodman episode. So, like, you're about to get oh, nice. Like, like, if you, you're like, wow, Jordan's kind of unique. Wow, like, Pippin's kind of unique. And it's like, Rodman, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. So, it's like, well, there's yeah. some, there, like, I, it, I'm sure people told me, and I'm sure I heard about it, that there was a lot of like background information on them. But like when it initially came out, and they're like, "Oh, it's about the Bulls' like last championship season," you don't think they're necessarily going to like jump timelines so much. But like, I'm really glad that they did, and I think that that's like adding a lot to it. It's not just about that last season; it's about the entire career of this amazing team and everything. So, yeah, it's really cool to see because you see them like when Jordan was just the player, when he was a rookie, you, you know, you see all that background stuff of like how the Jordan one was made. Uh, and then you like, see like them going to the playoffs with like a losing record. And then it's just yeah. like, most people kind of choose to forget, not maybe not even choose, but like when you think about like the nineties bulls, you don't think about like the late eighties where you're like, Oh, I wonder how they were. Yeah. Like, well, like, no, nah, no one cares about that. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I didn't really know. And like, he's going up against the Celtics and Larry Bird and drops, you know, 58 on him or whatever. Um, yeah. 63. 63. That's it. Yeah. Amazing. That's the cool part. That transition period, like, that's what you don't hear about. Yeah. And that just makes up both three pieces that much better, too. Yeah. And after his like second season where he's like hurt, but then he's like, I got to play. I got to play. I mean, just we've talked about it before. Just his drive and his need yeah. to constantly compete is just incredible. Um, so let's talk about another incredible feat. Um, the Cubs are seven two, seven and two. <laughs> let's go. Um, they're doing great. Socks are five and four. Um, which is even better because the Sox fans just shit on us so much. And I talked about it last week. I love like when Sox fans shit on us because I shit on Sox fans so much. And it's just nothing sweeter, baby. It's it's a good day when the Sox win and the Cubs win, but it's a great day when the Cubs win and the Sox lose. Mm-hmm. Yes, it you is. Know, it's one of my favorite like, days. Yeah. You're like, ah, <laughs> fuck, the Sox won? Okay, it's we still won. But when we win and they lose, you're just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Mm. How's that make you feel? That's exactly what That's we cool. wanted after, yeah, all of them saying, like, oh, we're going to be so good. I mean, it's only nine games in, but still, great start. It'd I'm be a good g- question for beer right now, yeah. I was going to say, I'm not going to go too hard on him because beer is not here to defend himself. Yeah. So I don't want to go too hard, but that was just what I wanted yeah, to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's really good to having baseball back. I mean, watching it, um, the Cubs win to extra innings. 
And that is even more because it's like 60 games. Every game really counts, even though like it's still 60 games. A lot of people are like, oh, it's still a lot of games. Like, oh, it's 100 less. Uh, But when they went to extra innings, I was like on the edge of my seat. Just what the hell's going on? What the hell's going on? Like, we need this. We need this. We need this. Yes. We need every single one. It's it's awesome. Yeah, (laughs) it's great. Because if you start off slow, you're just done. You you don't have a chance because if you start off, you know, like four and 16, you're like, all right, well, yeah. There's it's over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, like before it start even starts. yeah. It's like it's not like the whole 162 game season where it's like you can just get really hot after the all-star break and maybe get in like the wild card. It's like, no, it's like if you come out stalling out of the gate, you're screwed. Yeah. Cubs couldn't have started better. Uh starting pitching's been really solid. Hitting's been really good. Uh the bullpen again is just god awful. And Kimbrell, even with the shaved uh beard, is still serving up 97 mile an hour meatballs that guys are just crushing left and right. I mean, yeah. I, I've never seen a player just so quickly in any sport really that I can think of just so quickly lose it. Like he, he went from being like a great dominant closer that won the world series to just like his ERA is like 80 granted. He's only pitched, you know, two innings, but still it's like he's done basically. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, I, it, it's it's weird, but it's so true. It's like with the absence of sports, especially like baseball specifically, because it didn't start on time. Like the NBA started on time. So we got basketball and then it was like taken away from us. So we're like, oh, we at least got a little like, you know, we wet our beak a little bit. But like baseball, we were like, is it ever going to happen? It's going to be 50 games. It's going to be 100 games. It's like, I just need sports back. And then now that like it's just sports overload right now, it's awesome. Yeah, it's That's amazing. Has there been uh, any talks in terms of uh, what would happen with Marlins and this whole COVID thing going on? Or So glad you asked. So Trevor Bauer is going so off on Twitter. It's awesome. He is just freaking out on the MLB. Um, they're just postponing it. But he got really mad because they postponed a game eight minutes before game time. Wow. Which yeah, game was so, that? Uh, it was the Reds versus. Oh, so it was a game that he was in. Yeah, so it's Reds versus someone, but it's like, I mean, the guy is never short to talk his mind. So it's just, I mean, I personally enjoy it. Like, they battled this whole time, and it's like the owners fought with the players for money, and then it's like they agreed, and it's like now that you're canceling games, it's like you're canceling our checks, and so it's like, well, why did you barter with us for so long if you're going to be this like? It's almost like a slap in the face. Like, all right, we're going to give you prorated. And then it's like, but we're just going to cancel games. It's like, it might be a move. I don't personally think it is, but then again, I'm not like that closely invested. I'm not a player. Yeah. But then the, then there's some players like the Cardinals players who they had a couple guys who went to a casino. They went to the casino in Milwaukee and that's where they got infected. And then they took it back to their clubhouse and then got more people infected. Like it it does kind of go both ways in that like, a team like the Cubs hasn't had any positive tests because they've been taking it seriously. But then, like, everybody needs to take it seriously the entire time or else everybody's fucked. Someone explain this to me. Like, with what happened with them is they went to the casino and then they came into the practice. And then after the practice, they told people that they were having symptoms. It's like, you, you don't have to come in. You can call me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't have to come into the, like, just call me. Be like, hey, we, we messed up. 
Yeah. You don't like go in there and like it's a it's an it's a airborne disease. So you're like what are you like <laughs> you know, you're like rock, paper, scissors and close to someone, you're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I don't get that stuff. Um it, it is a little strange though, because all of these athletes who are getting it, they just like they're just not affected. Like all of them are pretty much asymptomatic and it's just like mm-hmm. they're all healthy where they don't care, but it's like at, the, at this point, I don't know why they don't realize it, but it's not about the players' safety, really. It's about, like, the officials. It's about all the other people around it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the staff, uh, players, yeah. players' families, yeah, everybody that they're, just, they have that, to interact that, with, yeah. That's what I don't get about this whole thing. It's like, we talked about it a bunch here, and it's like, I'm, I, I'm all bored for opening stuff up, and I believe that you should have your own choice of whether you leave your house or not. But, like, they don't have that choice. They, like, have to leave their house and go play sports. So it's like you, like, these guys have to be held accountable more than the average person because they're, like, forced to leave. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got you got to be smarter about it. you got to, like, because you're, you're forcing to be around people. And, and they, you could just run into a bad boy. You could run into anyone. <laughs> like, you don't know. Yeah, they have to be more responsible for themselves, too. I mean, they're the players were the ones that said when they were asked to do if they wanted to do a bubble, they said, no, we don't want to do a bubble like the uh, NHL, the NBA, because we want to be able to spend time with our families. We don't want to have to be isolated for so long and everything like that. And I respect that. That's totally understandable. But then you got to follow the rules and not be an idiot and go to casinos like yeah just fuck it up for everyone like how hard is it to not go to a casino so i'm glad that you brought that up so i don't know if you guys heard about lou williams this is the biggest story out of the bubble and my favorite story i might have ever heard in my life so lou williams his grandfather passed away he got an exemption to leave the bubble and he went to a strip club but hear me (laughs) out I don't know if you heard this story, but he claims that he went to the strip club just for chicken wings. In my opinion, if that's true, I have read a lot about these chicken wings, and a lot of people are like, wow, these chicken wings are really good. I do think it's a little sad to go to a strip club for food. Yeah. I do. But they are named after him, so that is a little different. Like if you, But also, how much do you have to frequent a strip club <laughs> with her like? I'm going to name my wings after him. <laughs> they named the wings after him. Wow. Um, so that's pretty funny. So, yeah, so he left the bubble. He went to a strip club to go get these chicken wings. And then a rapper known as Jack Harlow, he sings the uh, the hit What's Poppin'. Mm-hmm. Um, he took a picture with him and then posted it. And then in another great spin zone is they're clearly in COVID mass. It's clearly the date at the top of the Snapchat or the Instagram. And it's just like, oh, no, this was an old post. It's like when, <laughs> when other time were you wearing masks out? I always wear masks. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I've been wearing masks for about? years. Yeah, what are you talking about? I did this in 2016. Yeah, totally. Old post. The best part is too. It's like his hair. It's like exactly what his recent haircut is, and it's like I love that. It's just like no, no, no. Don't compare my pictures. Um, so what do you think about, what do you think is more crazy? Him going to the strip club for chicken wings, whether or not that's actually the case. I can get, I can almost guarantee I've never met Lou Williams, but if you go to a strip club, I don't know if you're only going for the wings, (laughs) but that's what he said he was doing. So it must be true, right? 
Yeah, it's yeah. better than saying <laughs> after my grandfather's funeral, I went to a strip joint and got a lap dance, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you're you're asking though, what's crazier, him going there for chicken or him saying, "No, that post is old." Oh no, I was saying. <laughs> so what is crazier that they went to a casino or oh, that he went okay. to Ooh. the strip club for wings? Oh man. In I, my personal opinion, the spin zone is no, 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 you don't understand. I went to the strip club for chicken wings. It's got to be like, imagine like if your wife caught you and you're like, is that glitter all over you? And you're like, nah, nah, babe. They got really good chicken wings. And they're like lemon pepper or something. Like they're like one of the Atlanta things. And he's like, you don't get it. Like they named it after me. Like if I get chicken wings anywhere else, like they're not the Lou Williams chicken wings. And your girl's like, yeah. But, but did you bring me any? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let me smell your breath. Yeah, I don't think crazy. you're actually eating chicken wings. It's like, uh, what's crazier between the two of those, though? Uh, I got, I gotta go. I just like uh, that he tried to defend himself. Yeah, I really appreciate. That. I think, I think chicken wings is crazier. Because chicken least, wings it, is he, insane. He he let he left the bubble. I mean, granted, he got an exemption for a funeral to leave the bubble, but he literally he was out on the bubble, and he's like, you know what, chicken wings and boobies, and uh, <laughs> uh, the guys, you know, in the MLB, as dumb as they were, um, you know, are aren't in the bubble. So, yeah, that's my. I vote. mean, that's that's just pretty crazy I mean, in two different ways, but yeah, Jesus. There's nothing better than getting caught at a strip club on camera and then being like, no, you don't understand. Their chicken wings are just fire. Like, I love these chicken wings. I I don't think I would ever eat food from a strip club. Oh, my God. Do I have a story for you? So the lemon pepper flavor came about because of Rick Ross and a bunch of like other rappers and their friends. They would go to strip clubs. And they would eat chicken wings. They loved eating chicken wings. I don't know why people keep going to fucking strip clubs for food, but whatever. You know, if, you, if, if you're going to spend a day in a strip club, you got to eat, I guess. Um, right. uh, so they said, like, when you would eat, like, a normal buffalo wing or, like, a barbecue wing, you know, you get saucy on your hands. And then you'd have to get up from the show and wash your hands before touching someone. So they came up with these lemon pepper wings that don't leave a residue on your hands so you can just start groping after. Um, first off. Rick Ross, big dude. So the fact that he came up with this is like makes so much sense. Like a big dude, he's like, You want me to get on my seat to wash these <laughs> sauce off my paws before I could, you know, touch one of these dancers? Like, nah, not today. I can tell dry you that, rub. right? Dry not, rub, baby. Not oh, today. Dry rub. Um, oh my gosh. So, That's incredible. That. <laughs> I, I'm picturing him like initially before they got the lemon pepper, just saucy hands and just going up and grabbing some girl, just getting sauce everywhere. Girl goes back to the changing room. All the other girls see it. He's just got like a, a barbecue sauce handprint. You're like, what is that? <laughs> Rick Ross is in tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh Rick, oh, Rick Ross is here. Okay. Rick Ross okay. is here. That's cool. I'll tell you now. That's um, great. Wow. So the Lou Williams, by the way, it's a lemon pepper and a barbecue mixture. Which sounds phenomenal. It does sound good. Um, I, I'm gonna say this. It looks bad for Lou Williams, but how good does it look for the strip club? <laughs> they are. Oh my god, their business must be booming. Right yeah, now. Magic City Kitchen. Here's a little Dude, more. Uh, <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> Magic City Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> first, first take talked about it. 
Undisputed talked about it. ESPN talked about it. Fox News talked about it. We're talking about like, dude, this strip joint is like, dude, all they're talking about is how good our wings are. And then you gotta know there's one cook that was like, we weren't even cooking wings that night. They're like, shut your goddamn mouth. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta imagine too what are other strip joints uh, thinking about their food now. We gotta up our game. Yeah, my god. Um, up the chicken wings. Yeah, I don't. But like. People also, aren't just like, coming here for anymore. But like, <laughs> how much can you, like the Rick Ross, for him to make a flavor, how many times in his life did he have, or was he in that scenario where he just ate a bunch of chicken wings, got all sauced up, and was like, oh my God, I really want to touch a breast right now. But <laughs> for I it, it just wasn't practical for him to go wash his hands. It was too cool. much time. <laughs> Until it was the part where he's like, we got to change these flavors, fellas. Gotta, I need a whole new wing. It is easier it to invent a new flavor than it is for me to get up and wash my hands. Because you got to think, like, the first time he had saucy paws, and he was like, oh, I'm going to just go wash my hands. But probably after, like, the 60th or 80th time, he's like, you know what? I feel like if we put some dry rub, I wouldn't have to wash my hands so much. <laughs> he's like, come over here. We're going to make this dry <laughs> We're going to make this dry rub. Need a dry rub for a dry rub. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, Mom and Dad, you're listening to Yes. yes. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that was one. Of, I told you this bubble is the greatest reality TV show of all time. People are leaving to go to casinos. People are leaving to go to strip clubs. When they get caught, they go, no, no, no. They got this lemon pepper barbecue chicken wing. You got to try them. The, the GM of – what's the strip club's name? I'm blanking on the name. Well, I'm seeing here some pictures. It says Magic City. And I Magic think it's City. called Magic City. Magic yeah. City. But so they Magic- have their own, like, own brand for their Mag- Magic City kitchen. So it must be, it must be pretty <laughs> legit. Wow. So my question is, like, are people in Atlanta post-mating Magic City wings? Yeah, I think you would have to at that point. Like, you're like, man, I gotta, like, also, like, it would be really funny if you were even telling the truth, like, like, yeah, we're going to the strip club tonight, like, oh my god, why are you going to the strip club? Like, they supposedly have the best wings in town. You're like, that sounds like the worst lie you've ever told me. You're like, no, I promise, like, they got these wings. Look it up. Google it. It's a real thing. They got these wings. So I think we need to try these wings. Um, I think we gotta go. Yeah, wait. We uh, a lot of weird places we got to go just to try food that people have gotten in trouble for getting. Where Where is it at again? I think it's in Atlanta, right? In Atlanta, it's in Atlanta. In yeah. Atlanta. Okay, that's worth that's worth the trip. I'd say for chicken wings. I've I've gone further for chicken wings. I've gone to Buffalo just for wings. So I'm planning on telling my girlfriend like, no, no, you don't don't understand it. It's it's research for the podcast. <laughs> Write like, it we off. We have to. We have to rent a room in Magic City. Like, why do you just sleep there? Like, don't question our method. <laughs> We're going don't big journalists. We're going big journalists here. We got to embrace ourselves. We're gonna go like uh we're gonna be like a method actor for chicken. <laughs> we got to live and embrace Magic City. If we don't go all the way, then we can't write it off as a business expense. You know, got to do it exactly. for for tax oh, purposes. I'm sure, I'm sure our tax people would love that. Yeah. So exactly. I see you got hey, 42. I'm- orders of chicken wings from magic city strip club and you're like yeah write it off, <laughs> <Business> <laughs> write expense. It off. research uh okay so bubble talk is great let's head over to the xfl the xfl 
as you know, biggest Dragons podcast in the world, hands down. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the Dragons Den. Who came to our aid? No one else but Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson yes. bought the XFL for, a, in my opinion, a shockingly low price. Yeah. $15 million. $15 million. $15 million. For the whole thing. It wasn't even just for one franchise. For the whole league. And he's, I mean, that's what, like, half of what he makes on one movie or something like that? That's crazy. That's jump change. change. That's jump change. change. That's jump change for him. That's like walk. Yeah, that's like twenty bucks for us. If you if you think about it, once The Rock really blew up as like a movie star, I can. I would probably say there's at least two to three movies a year with him that are like big box office. Oh yeah, yeah, at least. And everybody goes to see him, and they make hundreds of millions of dollars. So he's definitely getting paid pretty well to be in those movies. Fifteen million to him oh, is dude, nothing. He's got like, dude, fifteen million is probably nothing. I mean, would he, you guys consider him an A-lister at this point? I mean, oh right? yeah, yeah. Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson is probably a top ten movie star. I think he's like a top ten movie star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really like The Rock. I like. I really movie. enjoy him. I like him in his movies. I like him. Uh, I used to watch the show Ballers. Yeah, um, where he owns a NFL franchise. Yeah, he tries to bring one. Yeah, oh, nice. um, so he, dude, he, even think about this. He must be making so much money that, dude, like he might have paid that in cash. You know, how you're supposed to do like a <laughs> payment plan once you buy something like that. He probably was like, "Nah, nah, we're good. Here's 15 million. Yeah, can I write you a check? He, he, he to me, he is uh, our generation's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like very good, a, a, I totally you know, agree you know, just like a guy that really wasn't an actor that just became just a huge blockbuster Everything. star that everybody loves. Like everybody loves Arnold. Everybody loves. I can't say anything bad about The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Wow, you are so spot on because both good. want to get into politics. Oh, really? Exactly. Yeah. Schwarzenegger uh... was in politics. Yeah. He said that he always wanted to run for president. Obviously, can't because he's not born here. But it's. Like that's even more. I didn't even think of that until you just said that comparison. But that is spot on. Has The Rock said he wants to run for president? Yep, with Oprah's VP. Oh gosh, <laughs> Rock Oprah, twenty twenty four. I'd vote for it. I am about it, dude. People love The Rock. I love The Rock. I really do. Like I used to be big into WWE as a kid. So like The Rock and Stone Cold, like their rivalry was always like one of the best can smell what he's cooking yeah so my only hope is that the dragons still exist through this like buyout because i did read a little bit that they are cutting teams down there's not gonna be as many teams um thinking about it though the new plan that i saw someone propose it sounds even better with them being three games and then like a playoff system and i think that could be really cool only it's like a pl- it's like a playoff bracket, double elimination, and I think like that That's might awesome. be the way to go with smaller oh, nice. teams. Yeah. So three three games to kind of set it up, and then and then just yeah. playoffs. It's going in a bracket so, style. That'd be so basically be like <laughs> I you don't hate play, it. You play every team in your division once, and then it's like you get ranked in that, and then you like play that, and then you play the other kind. Con- I think that's actually a cool idea. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Dude, talk it, about every game mattering. Yeah, right. every game mm-hmm. matters. Everything it, it's immediately playoffs, which everybody loves, so it's more yeah. exciting. And you're already, you know, not for us, but for the the average viewer, you're struggling probably a little bit to 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 get eyeballs and everything. That is yeah. a really good idea, actually, because I'm thinking about it too now. The first three four games, I was still really engaged actually with the XFL, just being in the spring. Imagine after that, right though, to a playoff. That was like, I, was, <laughs> I would definitely keep watching after that. You're going in bracket style right after four regular season games. That's actually a really cool idea. That would be awesome if they did that. But, dude, even if you think about it, it's exactly what you just said. It's like the, the main struggle for a new um, franchise is like the longevity you have of eyes on the game. If you can just play like three weeks of normal games and then you have like two months of playoffs, you can just hype up every game matters so much, and yeah. you're like, it's genius. Though. Yeah, that's such a good idea. Actually. Just get rid That'd of all awesome. regular seasons of every sport. I just want playoffs all the time. <laughs> yeah, I like what they're doing with baseball this year. Just it's basically just playoffs all the time. Yep. Yeah, because you'll like watch the three games. You're like, oh my god, we got a two seed. We're playing the Vipers, and then you're like, oh man. And then it's like, if you win, you're like, oh my god, we're going. But it's like, no, <laughs> dude, you still got to win like eight more games. But it's like. You're not even thinking that because you're like, no, it's the playoffs, baby. It's playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> playoffs. Regular season doesn't matter anymore. It's the playoffs. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if The Rock actually has some really solid, good ideas. You got to think, he is, he is, I mean, he played football. He, he is like in that community where he talks to owners. He's friends with a bunch of players. Like, I bet, like, the brainstorming that he's just overheard. Like, dude, think of this. Like, if you take out, like, a player or a team, they get a little drunk and they start bitching and moaning about, like, the league, and then you just, like, kind of, like, jot that down, and you're like, all right, I'm going to try to implement this into my new league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you got to imagine he's got an awesome team, just from, like you said, from everything he's done. HBO series, I mean, I don't know how many how many players he had on, like, as guest stars. Yeah. I have a really good feeling he's also a really good dude. I bet he would be, like, a lot of fun to chill with. I bet he's, like, a, a smart dude. I bet. Like he seems very nice. I've never heard anything but good things from everyone who's ever worked with him. And I think that's why we even have a good impression of him. We've never met the dude, but this could be awesome. Yeah. Also, hey. it looks like he's only a part owner, too, for this. He, he is. Mm-hmm. He paid uh, $15 million for it. Yeah. For the entire league, yeah. But it's crazy. Really is. I mean, I know, I know what happened this year wasn't a success, but I feel, still feel like $15 million is pretty cheap. Dude, you got to think of how many like T-shirts they still have. Like yeah. he's got product for years, <laughs> yeah. man. The merch is there. Oh yeah, yeah. So hopefully the dragon's den comes back. But let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? On the podcast. Oh. So this week in the podcast, we're going to talk about another celebrity that is under a bit of fire this week. So Ellen DeGeneres is under fire. She has been. Talked about for this whole quarantine pretty much about how she hasn't been a great boss, not not necessarily the best person. There's always been these talks that once you get to L.A. and you start making a name for yourself, a lot of people tell you, watch out for Ellen. She is, like, not the best person, which is very sad for me. Like, I don't love Ellen DeGeneres, but, like, I enjoy her. I, I personally don't, like, watch her show, but, like, um, I mean, I, I find her funny. I, uh, I've watched some, like, clips on YouTube from her show. I find them enjoyable. So it is a little... It's a little sad to find out that she might be kind of a meanie. I felt disappointed. That was the feeling. I labeled it. 
Because her whole yeah. thing is be kind, and apparently she's like kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's like one of the things where it's one person said something, and now a bunch of people have said something. So yeah. that that kind of stinks. Um, so they're actually under an investigation, but it's not for Ellen herself. It's actually for the management team that puts on the show, and it's basically a way to look at how the program was run and how the workers are treated. So this might get a little dicey if it comes out that she actually was bad. Because I'm not going to lie. When I read this stuff, I was like, until this investigation started, I was like, dude, you know, people probably like messed up. She fired them and they're just salty. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of crazy. That's what you would think. But then, yeah, it just seems like, yeah, like you said, it's kind of like the Me Too movement where it's like one person says something and then all of a sudden a bunch of people are like, yeah, I have a similar story and just kind of creates like a domino effect. And I I was reading something online about it that was like, yeah, she seems like such a like good and funny person on her show, but you, you kind of have to look at that almost as like she is like an actor. She is an entertainer by trade. Like that's her putting on an act for her show like you don't think about it because it's a talk show and she's always Mm -hmm. done that so maybe it's a little bit harder to get through but that was kind of like ooh, yeah maybe maybe she's really not that great so i agree i agree johnny disappointing yeah and even if she wasn't actually like that terrible but the whole show i mean she has her name on it at some point it kind of comes back to her yeah (laughs) full circle no matter what so that kind of sucks but it's the Ellen so, show. It's the Ellen show. <laughs> the one thing I want to say, though, is so I don't know exactly, you know, what's true. You know, all at this point right now, it's just all speculations, all allegations. Um, but, I mean, if you remember, it's like when she had her own TV show, she had her own sitcom. It was going really well. And then she came out as gay and they canceled her basically for it. So it would be really sad if she got through all of that. Right. And then I'm not going to make any excuses, but like the way she was treated, maybe she just like took up some bad habits of treating other people and other workers after she was treated unfairly, which I'm not saying is okay, but I'm just, I, I personally enjoy her. So I'm, I'm trying to find a spin zone. Yeah. And it's a little better than I went to the strip club for chicken. Wings, so. <laughs> yeah. I'd agree. Um, so we'll keep up on that. Once the investigation starts, we'll see if anything comes out. Uh, the next one is Alabama man walks outside to go swimming and sees an alligator swimming in his pool. Um, Shit. That is terrifying. But also, the South is a different place, and I'm not that shocked. I didn't realize there were gators in Alabama. I thought it was just a Florida thing, like a South Florida Everglades. No, there's a ton of gators in like uh, New Orleans and stuff. Oh, shit, yeah. You're right. That makes sense. Like um, uh, Waterboy. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a (laughs) geographically accurate representation of Louisiana. So that's a little weird. Um, I know we've had talks of like you find snakes or some. I think finding an alligator might be a little bit more terrifying. Like a snake, I feel like actually no, I'm I'm pretty scared of snakes. Yeah. I would still take the alligator pool with instead of the air conditioner snakes. (laughs) Oh well seventy two snakes in the air conditioner, I don't think anything can top that. That's like a form of like that is like a literal nightmare I'm pretty pretty nightmare. It's like a, a fear factor episode. Um, but let's turn it on to a little bit of good. So a man, a man had a little bit of an addiction to scratch ups. And so his girlfriend said like, Hey, we got to get this into like a positive. And so he's not very good at spelling. 
So she just she said like, "Hey, I'll allow you to still gamble, but you got to start getting the crosswords." He's like, "Okay, I'll start getting the crosswords. I'll work on my spelling." He wins seventy five thousand dollars on a wow. scratch. Nice. <laughs> so that's insane. Who would know? Being like illiterate would just save you so much money so out there you know if you're struggling like i'm a terrible speller too i don't know if my way of getting better at it is going to be spending all my money on scratch offs i don't think that will go good with my family and my girlfriend like no i don't have a problem i'm just dedicated to learning (laughs) i think it's worth a shot you know seventy five thousand dollars it's worth it yeah (laughs) not nothing what what could that conversation have been like where she's like honey your gambling addiction is terrible. Let's channel this. <laughs> but you also can't spell, and that worries me more. <laughs> That'd be great problem solving. You're a gambling addict. You can't spell. You're eating chicken wings at a strip club. Everything's my going qu- wrong. My question to you is, after he won that scratch off, how much do you think that girl was like, you know, 50% of that's mine? Oh, yeah. For sure. She's like, I, I talked to you on it. You gotta give me like fifty percent. Like I want at least twenty five grand. Take take that woman out to a nice dinner. Not not at a strip club. But so he said that once things get back to normal, he's gonna take him and his girlfriend on a big fancy trip to Europe. So nothing sounds better than winning a lottery when you're hard on money and then spending it all on a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Because you got to think this guy's thinking right now. He's like, dude, I'm going to just blow this off. But then I'm going to keep playing the crosswords. Pretty soon, I'm going to be joining spelling bees, like regional, like nationals. And I'm going to win another $75,000. And this guy's going to like go broke. <laughs> do, they, do they do spelling bees for adults? That would actually be pretty funny to see. <laughs> I don't know if they do, but they might. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is it like, an, el- <laughs> is it like an eligibility <laughs> thing? It's like... Like if you never went into a competition, like you still have like a year or two. <laughs> yeah, I never, <laughs> I never declared that I was a professional <laughs> speller back in you know when I was twelve. So now I'm I'm officially declaring. Could you imagine like a Harvard like English professor at like the spelling bee on ESPN? It's like this eight nine year olds come up, and then this very very clearly man in his late 40s comes up and he is just spelling shit out of his his mind. Kids gotta learn how to lose too, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It would be even better if he was taunting it. They could make a movie about that. Yeah. Grown smart guy. That sounds like a a Will Ferrell type movie. Yes, exactly. And he is just like a drunk, but he's really smart and he's just talking (laughs) shit to these kids. It would be great. Um, all right, the last one I got is Coca-Cola decided to get into the hard seltzer game with Topo Chico. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, Johnny. Do you want to help me out? That was great. Is it actually how you pronounce it? Yep, yep. You got okay, it. Perfect. Um, so I know Chico's boy. What does Topo mean? Uh, get back to me. I'm not sure. I don't even know if that's actually a word. I think that's just a name. Topo oh, Chico. okay. Say to- um, no, Topo Gijos in Old Town. <laughs> is that so? Is it's, that it's only coming out. It's only coming out in uh, South America, uh, or I'm sorry, in Mexico. Um, so it's like them tossing their hat into the seltzer game. And they basically plan, and if things go well with their original test in Mexico, they plan on bringing it to the United States and then globally. So we might have a new seltzer on the war. Uh, quick mini rank. I'm not a big seltzer guy. 
but I had a high noon for the first time, which is vodka. It's not like a seltzer. Incredible. Really? I've never had it. Oh, it's incredible. I haven't drank a full one yet. I've tasted one though. And yeah, there's like a noticeable difference between like the, like the Trulies and White Claws, which are just like, aren't they like malt liquor? And then that, and then the high noons, which is like actual vodka. It tastes pretty good. Okay. I'm, I might get a little slack to this, but I'm not coming from anywhere weird. I personally believe that Mike's Hard Lemonade has made an entire business and a career of tricking people into drinking beer. Tricking Think people. about it. What do you mean? Think about it. Like with Mike's Hard Lemonade, people always thought it was vodka, but it's malt liquor. So you're like you're drinking a beer, but you're like, oh, I'm not drinking a beer. Like, no, it's oh, yeah. Mike's Hard Lemonade. And then with White Claw, people always thought that it was vodka. And they're like, no, it's beer. And so it's just like Mike's Hard Lemonade has made million, billions and billions of dollars just by getting people to drink beer without thinking that they're drinking <laughs> beer. And it's genius. It is. <laughs> I, I never realized it, but Mike's Heart is really like the original like seltzer kind of in yeah. a way, you know? Like it well, does, Mike's Heart owns White Claw, by the way. Does Do they? That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Man. They were to, like the first true beer alternative, yeah. if you will. But that's the beauty. They always said, like, instead of cracking a cold one, crack Mike's heart. But Mm. it is beer. So it's just, (laughs) it's tricking you. And so my question is, how can we trick people into listening to this podcast without them knowing? (laughs) And then describing and us blowing up and them just being like, oh, I didn't even know I was listening to this incredibly great podcast. Like, that's Mm. what we got to find out. Right. You got to figure out some way to set their phones to automatically like hit play on the podcast when they're like asleep or something. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. or it's just silently going in the background. I don't know. Ooh, I got an idea. You know, like the call map where it does like wave noises while you sleep. Mm-hmm. We start marketing our podcast as like a sleep aid. <laughs> so we just get, we just get millions and millions of people to download it that way. And so fraud, yeah, okay, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's fraud. That's not fraud. Yeah, our intention is to get you to sleep. <laughs> to to quote Ja Rule from the uh, uh, Fire Festival documentary, that's not fraud. That's false advertising, but it's not fraud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. So so we'll, we'll think maybe a better thing, but I think that's a that's a billion dollar idea. I might write that down. Barely sleep aid. Come get you some. Um, oh, no, no, no. It's even better. So we actually have like wave sounds, but we make it so we're like, <laughs> and you'll fall asleep, but then you'll go into our other episodes and you'll wake up and be like, wow, I've been hearing some really funny stuff. I was laughing in my dreams. What was I listening to? And then they get hooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's just called, uh, I think that's uh, what that, the brainwashing. I'm, brainwashing. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. brain Inception. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, not opposed. No, whatever it takes. Yeah, we'll table this discussion. I think it's genius. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> how the hell did I get? Oh, because I talked about white cloth trick, and I was like, how did I get on that? Um, all right, so let's go into the rank. Um, real quick, Johnny, are you? I know you probably can't admit it, but let's be honest. Have you heard about this Topo Chico? Uh, I honestly have not actually. Wow, really? Are you going so, to Mexico anytime soon to see the fam? 
Uh, probably not till next year. We might need you to sneak us back some. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> or at least have one. I bet it can't be bad. Like, I mean, it's probably got to be decent. Worth drinking. Oh, I've definitely had this. What am I talking about? Yeah, it yeah it's just, uh, it's basically like uh, extra, extra carbonated seltzer, essentially. Yeah. I was going to say, like, very, any, very, yeah. It's, anything Coca Cola makes, I have a feeling it's probably going to be like decent. It's like, yeah. it's like that Taco Bell new menu. It's like, I'm sure I'm going to eat it and be like, yeah, that's Taco Bell. No, oh, yeah, it's good. Okay, let's go over to the rank. So, as I said before, we are going on the golf trip this weekend. Sadly, Nick is not joining us due to his constant injuries. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk about the best road trip activities. I will start. If you are not driving, the single best thing you can do on a car trip or road trip activity is sleep. I get some of the best sleep in the world in a moving car. Oh, yeah. I think it stems from something from being a baby. It's like you got like a crime baby. You like drive them around a little bit. They always conk out. I was like, I still think I'm just like a grown man. If I could sit in like a nice, like lazy boy car seat, I probably would. Um, I just love sleeping in a moving car. I love sleeping on planes. Anything that's like moving, I like that. Um, number three is going to be the movie game or question game. Uh, those are just kind of like games that you talk about. The movie game, it's pretty simple. It's like if we were playing in a circle, Johnny would play a movie. I would say an actor, and then you say another movie with that actor, and you go around until you can't think of any more. Uh, question game is some very similar to that, but you just ask questions. Um, number two, it was so hard not to put this as number one, but I, I, my number one is so locked in that I can't do it. Uh, so going to, like, attractions. So I went to school at Iowa. On the way to Iowa from Illinois, you always pass the world's largest truck stop. You always got to go in there. I've stopped and see the largest <laughs> barrel of hay. I went and saw the largest corn stalk. I went and saw a wax museum. <laughs> that stuff, I, love. I, I don't know what it is. I love it stuff. You like just get out of the car instead of like being at like a rest stop and like getting like a candy bar out of a vending machine, going to the bathroom, go see, you know, Madame Sozachka's wax museum. <laughs> uh, and then number one best road trip activity is stopping at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> damn i've not done that cracker barrel wow. neither neither have i i haven't done it since college but i, I can, miss it <laughs> i can pretty much imagine exactly what it's like you walk through the store you go get like a pretty good meal and you're back on the road <laughs> that's great that is and it's great. Great. I am one really stupid knickknack in the store and sitting on the rocking chairs playing checkers outside oh yeah forget about that Top notch. That's really nice. That's really good. Um, so who wants to go next? I think that was a pretty good rank. Yeah. That was good. Cracker barrel. I was not expecting that. That's great. Uh I'll go next. Um I I added in an honorable mention because I had I had five things. But honorable mention is audiobooks. Uh that's just a quick plug for that. Uh, number four, uh, this is kind of a, a me personally thing, uh, for road trips. I always have to stop at McDonald's. I have to get, I have to get a Big Mac if it's the middle of the day or later, Big Mac meal, or if it's the morning, I got to get a McGriddles with a hash brown and a coffee. There's, uh, for whatever reason, it's just, that's McDonald's is always my go-to driving road trip meal. So uh recommend you guys do that number three podcasts 
such as this one. This is a great yeah. one to listen to. Um, Fairly good official all one word on iTunes and soon to be Spotify. Yep, soon to be Spotify. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good ones. I usually default to like Joe Rogan podcast, try and find uh, an interesting guest on there or like a hardcore history podcast or something like that. Anything that can just make the time go by like nothing and kind of keep the mind busy. Uh, number two, similar vein, but a little bit different comedy albums on Spotify. So Spotify has a great, great vault of all of these comedy albums from all of oh, these yeah. really great comedians. Uh, and I think it's a really, really good way to pass the time because it gets you laughing um, and that makes you happy and it makes the drive seem a lot more fun. Um, I've listened to so many comedy pot, uh, comedy albums while driving. Uh, it's not even funny. Uh, so that's number two. Number Perfect. one. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Number one, this is a little weird. This is probably gonna be a little bit weird. Uh, I do this when I'm driving alone and it helps me Ooh. a lot. I like to pretend that I'm being interviewed and I'm like answering questions or talking about myself or about my life or something like that. So if you're if you're in the car with a buddy, you know, maybe maybe practice interviewing each other. Um, it can be about you know your past life, dumb things you've done, what's going on right now, just anything. And it just kind of it, it it's a rare opportunity to kind of get the mind going and say things out loud that you wouldn't normally do. So I feel like it helps That's me a lot to like kind of just like relax or like get some thoughts out there and everything that I might not be able able to articulate in my head. So a little weird, but that's my number one. All I'm thinking of is in the movie Heavyweights, I hope you've seen it, but when Ben Stiller's talking to himself after the weigh and fail, he goes, how, how you doing, little Tony? Bad. <laughs> like, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing Nick driving alone at like 3 a.m. on like a Arkansas like side street and you're like, how you doing, Nick? Tired. Tired. <laughs> yeah, not 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 entirely too far off. Yeah. That's good though. I, I, I like, like that. that. I, I personally never done that, but it doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Give it a shot. One DC Mo. All right, I'll go. Number four, sleep. That's an obvious one. Number three, playing games, either categories or guess that song or artist, which we actually did. Uh on the way to Minnesota last week. And it was actually surprisingly fun. Uh, number two podcast, again, like Beer Leg Official or comedy albums. Nick, I think I've, I might've heard every comedy album. On, on Spotify? I, on Spotify, <laughs> holy shit. Do you, do you have like, a favorite? Like if you had to pick like one or two off the top of your head that oh are just man. like all time. There, there's a lot of good ones. I, I mean, obviously all of Tom Segura's are great. Yeah. That's just top of mind. He's up there. Yeah. I've been listening to them a lot. Does Bill Burr have any? Yeah. He's yeah, got he's got a few. Really he's ones. funny, man. Yeah. I really enjoy Bill Burr. Mike, definitely Mike Birbiglia's got some really good ones on there. Yep. Yep. I'll actually be doing that this week. That, that's a, that was a good idea. Nice, yeah. Um, And number one for me personally, if I'm not driving, is not getting carsick. And that makes for a great, great road trip, no matter what. <laughs> right. What is it just? It's interesting I to me that like when you're driving, you're fine. But when you're riding, you're not. Is it just like I'm not. I cannot. No. Well, it depends. I mean, you know, if it's a long, long car ride, I'm usually checking my phone. Uh, not always staring outside. And if I do that for a second. Done. <laughs> it's rough. Crazy. Rough to get back on track. You get you get road sick pretty easily. Yeah. Car sick. 
I didn't know that about you. That's why. That's why I like to. Uh, if I could, I'd rather drive. That's fair. Nice. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, well, you're driving this week, and you're going to interview yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that I did want to say about road trips that I'm sure everyone can agree on is, on the way there, it's always smooth. It goes real fast. Because you're excited about the trip. On the way back, I know it's like the same time. It never feels the same. Yeah. It feels like you're like driving into the wind or something. You're like, is this going to take an extra five hours to get this hour ride home? What the hell's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. It, I dread the ride back every time. There's okay. traffic. You're hungover. You got to pee every five minutes. Yeah. All that. Um, I, That was a very good rank. I am going to implement... Well, probably not interviewing myself. I'm in a car full of people. That's going to sound a little weird. If I, they're probably going to get freaked out if I start driving and be like, "How you doing, Joe?" Like, honestly, I'm doing pretty good. I'm pretty excited for this trip. Think I'm going to fire like a 76. They're like, "Are you good up there?" I'm like, "Oh shit, you guys are still here." <laughs> um, so we'll see about that. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, a big thing is we did reach over that. Um, we got our first uh what did we get we got over 1500 downloads which thank you very much um we gained another 63 subscribers which i'm very very pleased about thank you guys very much for sharing it it means the world to us i mean i mean we're trying our best out here we're trying to make it better i know we're all ready to get back in studio um and then we have reached um at least 100 downloads a week and at least two episodes so that that thankful for that so thank you guys very much for listening um we cannot wait to bring you more video stuff we're going to do that once we you know corona stuff kind of slows down um so just wanted to say thank you thank you to johnny beer nick for putting up with my last minute rank changes and the time changes but i respect that but everyone be safe out there have a great weekend Nick, heal up. Johnny, beer, happy birthday to you again. I'll see you guys this weekend. And we will talk to you guys next week as well.